0: Hello and welcome to Pickleball Therapy, the podcast dedicated to your pickleball improvement. Hope you're having a great week. Uh, We just wrapped the summit this week. It was a lot of fun, a lot of presenters, a lot of work, but a lot of presenters and a lot of really good information. Hope you're able to make it to some or all of the Pickleball Summit. Today, I want to jump into two subjects. One that actually I was reminded of in some videos we've done recently, as well as during the summit, which has to do with error reduction. I want to talk to you about some error reduction concepts. And then in the riff, we're going to talk about... We are going to hit on the subject of doing your best or giving it your all when you're out there. I think it's an interesting subject that uh, players, I, I saw a post uh, by our friend DJ Howard uh, in um, in the Pickleball Clinic about it and he got a little bit of pushback. I thought it was a little bit uh, maybe, uh, I don't know. Maybe thinking about it a little too narrowly, the folks who are pushing back on it. So I want to talk about it in the riff. So that is what we're going to talk about in this week's podcast. Stay tuned for the podcast. The most complete pickleball resource available anywhere is the Pickleball System. Access to an unparalleled library of pickleball information, as well as your success path. You can find out more at thepickleballsystem.com. I'll link to it below. If you follow us at Into Pickle and Better Pickleball, we've done some videos recently regarding one of the most common sources of errors in your game, and I wanted to talk about that because I think understanding the obstacles that are present on the pickleball court can help you when you are trying to figure out the best approach to playing pickleball. The other thing is that knowing these things or understanding these things can really give you a lot of uh, calm when you're out there, can really, you know, give you some peace because you'll be like, well, I know what's going on out here. I missed the shot, but I know what's, I know, I know what the game is. I know the, the game is on. I know what's what the deal is. And so what we want to talk about today is we want to talk about the number one cause of errors in your game is probably from an obstacle on the court that is there, that is present in every rally, right? It's always going to be there. And, but it's avoidable. It's something that you can avoid. And that's the net, simply the net. You know, when CJ and I do camps, we, we, we ask players who the best pickleball player in the game is. And, you know, it's Ben Johns or Catherine or Simona or Riley or whoever you want. But the truth is, the, the real answer is, it's the net. The net is undefeated. And, uh, and when we try and play with the net is usually when we run into trouble. In fact, if you watch pro players, what you'll notice is the one thing they don't want to do is hit the ball into the net. Uh, they know that they have more control over whether the ball goes into the net or not, and they want to at le- give themselves the least amount of chance for the ball to drop into the net. Uh, we were chatting with Zane Navratil during the summit, and you know he was giving a presentation about the serve and how he views the serve as a an offensive weapon and kind of how he sees the serve. And, and he was talking about how he doesn't uh, mind missing the serve. In fact, he prefers to miss some serves because that tells him that he's trying to do something positive with it. He's trying to create with his serve. But we asked him, we said, well, Zane, what about, is there a difference to you between your serve going long, going out, right, or your serve landing in the net? And he didn't He didn't hesitate. He just said, you know what, going, you know, I'll, I'll take long. Because long accomplishes my objectives. At least I'm working towards my objectives by going long because he wants his serve to be deep. He wants his serve to be, you know, powerful and, and long, if you will. Long not in out, but long as in like deep and having some impact to it, some weight to the ball. Whereas the ball, you know, his serve going into the net does nothing for him. In fact, even if he hits it, he he said that even if he hits it, um, even if he clears the net, right? If he if he's so close to the net, when he clears the net, this, it's counterproductive because the serve, even though it goes in, doesn't accomplish what he wants it to do because it's going to be too short of a serve. So the net, the same thing I actually wanted to tell you, Sarah Mitten said the same thing. Sarah Mitten, a senior pro player and my partner in, uh, in senior pro, she said the same thing with her shots is that she does not want to hit that net, uh, particularly not on a shot like her serve or return a serve. And so getting some nice clearance over the net is what she aims for. And here's the thing, you know, it's fairly simple for you to avoid the net as long as you have a clear understanding of what you're trying to accomplish, right? If you're trying to clear the net, if you're trying if you if you're aiming high enough over the net, you're probably going to end up clearing that net. And one common misconception is this idea that a high shot is a is a bad shot. That is simply inaccurate. A high shot is not a bad shot. In fact, your pop-ups are not pop-ups because they're high. They're pop-ups because they're deep. Next time you go out on the court, do this. Take a ball, hold it up as high as you can over your head, stand about halfway in the MVZ in the kitchen, and just let that ball go. All right, drop that ball from as high as you can hold it over your head, and let it bounce and then catch or stop the ball at the highest point after it bounces. So let it bounce and then let it apex, right? Let it let it sit up as high as it set up as high as it can and see where that ball ends up. I'm gonna bet you that ball doesn't end up but near the top of the net at the highest, near the top of the net. And that assumes that you hit the ball that high, right? That that high and, and it bounces from that high right there. That's probably not what you're going to end up doing. Even if you go two feet over the net, it's not going to go that high. Now, take the, take the, take the ball again. Now hold it around your ear level, say, shoulder ear level, depending on how, how tall you are. But now what I want you to do is take that ball and walk it back towards the NVZ and put it around the NVZ line, around your ear or around shoulder level. That's a lower ball than, than as high as you can reach, right? So that ball's not as high as the one you dropped before but it's deeper, right? Because you've taken it back to the MVZ That's the ball that's attackable. So it's that deep ball that, that's that's hurting you, not the high ball. And frankly, if you look at the pros, look at their dinks and things like that, what you'll notice is their shots are much higher over the net than three fives, four O's, and even four fives tend to want to skim that net. They want to play around with that net. What the pros realize is there's simply no reason to play around with it. One other pro that I'll mention, we talked about this was Colin Johns was talking about how when he's in trouble, you know he he said something that I thought was really um, helpful. He said, uh, I mean he said a lot of things that were helpful, but this one stood out. So he said, it's not that he said it's not that my shots are that much better than a four or five shots, right? It's not like my shots are that much more amazing than a four or five shots. They can hit a lot of the shots that I can hit. The difference is that they some they they, they don't realize, for instance, when they're in trouble, they don't realize they're in trouble, so they'll still hear the same shot. What Colin does when he's in trouble is he makes sure that he doesn't miss that shot, right? He's not gonna give you an easy point. He's gonna make you keep working. And one of the things that he pointed out with that was the net. He says the more trouble he's in, the more clearance he gives himself over the net. So here's what I want you to do. Next time you go out to play, really focus on the net. Take the net out of play. See what happens when you completely take that net out of play. What you're gonna see is you're gonna see your results are gonna improve simply because you took the net out of play. Even if you have to give up a smash here and there, give up the smash. The smashes aren't 100% lost to you. The net is always going to be 100% lost to you. So hopefully that helps you when you're out there. In the Riff, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about the idea of giving it your best, right? And what does that mean and uh, and how you can apply that in a constructive way? Because I do think it's constructive, and I think DJ used it in a constructive way in his comment. But I do want to talk about that a little bit, so we're going to talk about that in the Riff. Stay tuned for the Riff. Most pickleball players spend a lot of time thinking about and comparing pickleball paddles. But you know what's more important than a pickleball paddle? Your shoes. Are you wearing the right kind of shoes to play pickleball in? If you're not sure, consider trying out shoes that are designed and made specifically for pickleball. Tyrol Shoes are the shoes that CJ and I both wear out on the pickleball court. Remove any doubt about whether the shoes you're wearing are right for pickleball. Check out Tyrol Shoes. I'll put a link in the show notes. Protect your most valuable asset out there, your body with the right shoes, wear the right shoes, and play longer on the court as I mentioned in a previous post d j howard a friend d j howard put put a post about something about giving giving it your best and that if you don't if you don't give it your best, then you're giving up a gift or something like that basically you're not you you are you're, you're you're not doing you're you're not taking advantage of the gift that you have to give it your best and there was some pushback about you know, what about just having fun and things like that? Folks, there's nothing inconsistent with that. Sometimes giving it your best just means going out there and having a good time. That's fine. You know, if that's your best that day or if that's what you deem as your objective that day, no one is judging. No one is saying, hey, do more than that, right? Everybody here has got to play at the level of a, of a, a Matt Wright or a Lucy Kovalova or a Riley Newman or somebody like that, right? You know, no one's saying that. What we're saying when we say give your best or do your best is, is if you know what your objectives are that day, right? Do the best that you can within the framework of your objectives that day. The the way that it was explained to me and the way that I've appreciated it is sometimes all you can give is all you have in the tank right now is 60% or 70%. Well, then, Give a hundred percent of the seventy percent, right? Understand that. Okay, maybe I'm not at full capacity right now, but I'm going to do the best that I can. And one of the one of our presenters, Anna Bright, she's a, a young player. Very, uh, she's had some really good success, and and you'll keep on seeing her have more and more success, I'm sure, because she's very devoted to improving as a pickleball player. But one of the things she said, even though she's a young player, is she said that she has to give herself grace, essentially, right? Is what she said. But she says you know, that when she plays multiple events or multiple, yeah, multiple um, uh, entries, so she's playing singles, mixed doubles, and women's doubles in a tournament, she has to give herself a little bit of grace because she understands that her body may not be at 100% during all of the matches that she's playing. And so she needs to allow herself a little bit of a break there. So giving your best is within the framework of your objectives, doing the best that you can under the circumstances of that day. And hopefully that'll help you when you're out there playing. All right, hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. Uh, Have a great week. If you enjoyed the podcast, please give it a rating. It helps us get get to other folks and they get to hear about this podcast. And if you enjoyed the podcast, share it with your friends. Remember, if you enjoyed it, they probably will too. Have a great week, and we'll see you next time.